Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the backyard at Dan Wong's house inside of a tent that should have a car inside, but instead houses the boys. This is Footy Prime, the podcast, the auto edition, brought to you by this tent in Wonger's backyard that should have a car in it, but instead has the boys in it. Danny Dickio is here, Craig Forrest, James Sharman, Brendan Dunlop, and of course, producer Dan Wong. On behalf of the whole gang here and the heater that we have in here that may light the place on fire, let's get this party started. Yep, it's the footy tent. Can't tell you how happy I am right now. Sitting outside with a pint of beer, heat lamp in Wonga's back garden, under the stars, kind of, with you idiots. It's not the garage, perhaps, but there's something very... I love that sound. The pitter-patter of rain on the canvas. And the Harley Davidson. There'd be sirens soon as well. There should be, yeah. Welcome you, to the show, everyone. Are you, are you a camper, Shams? Yeah, you know what? I am a camper. I have always been a camper, but I, I went, haven't camped this year. Last year I camped and realized that I'm getting too old to camp as far as without a mattress because it's just too uncomfortable. So you, you don't like to camp then? <laughs> yeah, right. I don't like camping now. But I've like, my life though. I love it. I don't like camping. And There's that no way Donnie's a camper. No, no chance. No, I, I don't have the patience for it. No don't. running water. No, no blow, mirrors. No blow no dryers. No blow dryer. Yeah. Dan's a camper. I bet Dan's a camper. My, my I can't. My phone. It's my phone. Uh, I I will sleep anywhere. So camping isn't a, like a. It's not like a challenge. A deterrent. No, even more. It's just not. You know how people go. Oh, I can't. I'm roughing it. Me sleeping in the woods. That's actually a step up half the time. Yeah. <laughs> actually, in a bush. You mean? Yeah. Sleeping in a bush. And what, what? Someone urinating on me by mistake. Or not? Or not by mistake? No. Keeps me warm. <laughs> Mm. Me and Trump. I'm the, I'm the Russian prostitute. Wow. <laughs> Even better yet, he, he's happy not to shower for weeks. At yeah, there's that too. Yeah, yeah. Keeps you warm. Mm. I remember going as a kid, going to Boy Scout camp for like a week and just taking such pride in not showering for an entire week. And it was and, the coolest thing. And getting molested and being proud of it. That's inappropriate. <laughs> it hardly ever happened. He didn't say it was Catholic camp. Boy Scouts, the Catholics, the priests, that's a, that's I went a competition. On, I went on a Boy Scouts uh, trip as well you when I was younger. Boy Scout? Yeah, Cub Scout, actually. Uh, 
2012, we traveled from London to Luxembourg by minibus. Jesus it was a Christ. shitty little 18 kind of looking minibus. Oh, it was dreadful. Luxembourg's the worst country as well. <laughs> <laughs> it was the worst. How old were you then? Like, I must have been 11, 12. 11 or 12. Yeah. Dip, 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 dub, dub, dub. Yep, dip, 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 dub, dub, dub. That's the, uh, the Boy Scout promise, right? Oh, okay. Drive right through it when you're in. Yeah, it's that small. Yeah. I, I didn't realize the Boy Scout promise in England was a football song. But that, that, that just sounds like that would be a chant. Oh, that's what you have to say when you hold your... Is it two or three fingers it's up? It's three, I think. I think two was maybe Girl Guides. Or uh, maybe it isn't two it's like... N- I was never part of Girl what Guides. So. I think fascism What does it mean? <laughs> what, the three? No, the dib, 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 the dub, dub, dub. Like, what does that dib, mean? Dib, dib, dib. Isn't it a police song? <laughs> dib, 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 dub, dub, dub. No, this sounds more and more like a football song. Are you freaking high or something? We're not even five minutes into the show. I'm high and I figured that out. What a wild start. There was, though, a definite connection between Boy Scouts and the church. Because I remember having to go in church marches and recite prayers and shit every. They mentioned it. What church were you? Church of England? United Church. No, I think that was Anglican, but I mean, I was raised. School-wise and Catholic, which we won't get into, which is why I'm such an atheist now. But anyway, yeah, there was a big, big connection there. Baden Powell invented the Boy Scouts, and Baden Powell, I think, in the first was it? It wasn't the First World War. It was like Crimea War, I think, the Crimean War. He molested and, and, no, all he, of Crimea. He, would, no, he, he, he was an army, an army uh, general. Keeps going there. You're on a theme here. Now he would recruit all these young kids to be like messenger <laughs> messengers. Is that Jimmy wow. Savile? <laughs> Welcome to Footy Prime, the podcast, where we talk about football and other stuff. No longer on the zone. We should mention this, don't you think? Wonger? It's our pinned tweet. After yeah, it is our pinned tweet. So, so, um, Explain our, it. Our, well, let's talk our, about it. Our contract ended with the zone, as we had anticipated. Um, and that's okay. We, we've had some people commiserating with us, but they don't need to. We're in a good place. And this is what was going to always happen. Yeah, it was originally a eight-week sponsorship with eight shows we gave them two extra weeks so a 10-week sponsorship gave them yeah we enjoyed working with them we're going to continue working with them is how i feel about it in other areas hopefully and that's the way we're going to approach it i thought it was because i called graham Poe a twat <laughs> i even tried to protect you i actually thought that and then they thought that, that was all right they were good with that and i was like i got i wish i knew that five shows like ago that I ought to drop a few twats in there, too. Save that for the book. Save that for the book we do. All right. <laughs> More twats. Yeah. Twats. Could be a whole chapter. So it wasn't Grandpa. Uh, well, it could have been, but I don't yeah. think it was. I think this is always oh, a plan. No, 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 no. It just but it was fun. You know, it gave us, uh, I think it reinvigorated us and it showed us what we can do. I mean, that's an amazing show in that it was being rolled on in Munich. It was being directed in London. Yep. And we were... At various households in, our, in yeah. Toronto, right? Yeah. It shows how you can produce uh, content nowadays. So yeah. it was a pretty cool experience. We really enjoyed it. The difficult part about it was that the sitting around like this and to be able to interact and banter and this sort of, sort of thing is uh, was difficult because there was delays because of the interweb. Interweb everywhere. But it's no, lost virtually. I think we, you know, when I think about the in, the entire ten weeks, I thought it was very successful. 
Uh, we had some great, made some great new colleagues. And uh, it actually springs us forward to what we want to do, which is, I mean, we have this week coming up an interview with Victor Montagliani. Or Montagliani. Montagliani. You know what? You hear it both ways, so. Head of CONCACAF, I think tomorrow I'm going with Montagliani. I'm going with that. The president of Silent G, like lasagna. Vice president of FIFA. So that's who we're we're going to start rolling with a lot more content across the board. And we're going to have fun ourselves. We are going to do this uh, fitness, the fitness uh, competition. I'm not sure Dish knows about this. I don't know about this. I think it's just us, isn't it? No, no, no. Dish was there. You two are Shups. Field goal kicking. Remember we talked about it? Correct. Superstars, right? CBC yeah, Superstars, but with CBC us. CBC Super Tires. And Craig's going to have to do it. Are we going to film this? Yeah. Okay. I'm not doing any push-ups. Yeah. I'll, so kick, I'll kick a field goal. I don't remember you talking about this. Well, You're going to fix the open gas line that's uh, that's <laughs> blowing there? What the hell is that? <laughs> We're in my backyard, guys. We also are adding, adding more podcasts a week, so uh, yes. they will be on su- oh, yes. Sunday, Monday morning. We're going to have a weekend wrap between uh, B and Craig here. And whoever uh, we'll, else can we'll jump on when we can and yep. email us, but they'll be the staples. Um, as you mentioned before, the interview podcast, hopefully once a week. Yep. And of course, this, which is our therapy, as we discussed before, back in person under the stars, like a movie I once saw. Which we shan't get into right now. This is great. My canvas doesn't move like yours did. I was trying to get the, the pitter patter. There you go. <laughs> You're gonna put a hole in it, charms. Well, it's been quite the week of football, everyone. From from Stevie Bruce being finally put out of his misery to oh. another round of amazing Champions League games, and let's let's talk about that to start with, shall we? The Champions League today, United. Only Gunnar Solskjaer's got a horseshoe up his ass right now, hasn't he? Jesus Christ. Two 0 down. Then they turn it on. And they went 3-2 against Atalanta. Fantastic match for the neutral. But it got me thinking that there's no team in the world that I love watching lose more than United. Mm. So I, I tuned on late in that one. It was 2-0 at that point. Atalanta, this is fucking great. What a lovely <laughs> way to spend my afternoon watching all these boys getting smacked. And then, of course, one by one, they got clawed back and, and, and they won the game in the end, which is disappointing. So what, what, is there one team that you love losing more than any other? I think that United's up there in that New York Yankees category, right? Where they have a massive fan base, but there's a lot more people that hate them. Bayern's got to be up there for a lot of people. For me, I don't really have the hatred for Sporting or Porto that other Benfica fans have. But I mean, it'd be great if Birmingham never won a game again. I've definitely adopted that hatred. But I don't really have it as passionate as others. Do you think Liverpool's like most hated rivals of United? Yes. Not, not Everton? Yeah, they are for me. I think it's because back in the 80s, when it was called the friendly rivalry, I used to really enjoy those games, and they're a good rival. But there wasn't that hatred. And also, Everton have never been really been, in the last 20 years, 30 years, haven't really been... They won the title three times. Yeah, in the 80s. Yeah. But not since. They were a good team back no. then. They were a great team. The Liverpool-Everton thing is different. It's, it's families as well. Uh, there's oh, families that yeah. are split. Yeah. I also don't live there, right? I, I'm not a scouser. Yeah. It's funny how They're Man United and Man City hate each other, their fans, even though a lot of them work together. Yeah. Similar to Liverpool and Everton, where, as you said, it's more of a friendly rivalry. I think like United hate Liverpool. United have a big rivalry with Leeds as well from back in the day and still obviously going on now. 
But it's just interesting to see the rivalries like where there's real hatred. We obviously know Celtic and Rangers. West Ham, Millwall hate each other. Chelsea, Tottenham hate each other. Who did you enjoy beating the most? Uh, you're all the teams. I mean, I'm assuming Columbus crew. Definitely Columbus crew. <laughs> the Trillium Cup. I can picture no, you, your you know why rallying hate, Did you win the Trillium Cup? No, you, no, never, you, but you know never what I really did like beating when we were over here is Montreal. Oh, of course. I really don't like Montreal. Sorry, Dan. Club foot. Cl- club foot. But you played against them when they were in the league league below. So what was it that you hated so much? Because I th- I feel as though it was like a forced rivalry upon you guys, the players. Like let, let let's make this a thing. We want you know to yeah. hate Montreal. It, Probably it was, had it was, a you know a little an bit enhanced of rivalry, right? Little little bit of influence from uh, Jimmy, my roommate, who kept calling him French fucks. Um, uh, uh, Jimmy hates everybody. Yeah, way. it's true. <laughs> I, I've got a lot of good French friends, but uh, the yeah. French Montreal people are a little bit different, and they really dislike me, and it goes the other way too. I don't know. I don't know. I love Montreal because you were the name. You you were the yeah. I was probably the guy that they could hammer the most. Tall, scoring front men. They hate. You're hated there, everywhere. There was a few guys from like from Montreal, like Adam Braz, who played for us, who's a Montreal boy. Yeah. Uh, I know Greg Sutton wasn't a Montreal boy, but he married a Montreal girl and he lives there. Um, so, yeah. Did they uh, like abuse you in French or in English? Both. And in Italian as well, because there's a big Italian community uh, there. Yeah. the cheese guys. Yeah. Good job <laughs> these boys didn't come after me. Yeah. Because I wouldn't be sitting there. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I had a bookie once that was friends of friends of his. Really? Yeah. Was it Joey? No, it was there was always cheese around. So I just assumed it was hmm. related. Hmm. It wasn't Joey, no. No? But my team I hate I hate is Inter Milan. That's because the AC Milan connection, yeah. right? Even though you played at Samp. Yeah, you, no, I hate Inter Milan. So out of all the opponents you faced, you still hate into Milan more yes. as a fan. Is that because fans got more passion than a player? No, because I was a fan growing up and I had passion. No, no, but as, <laughs> as, as a fan though, you had more passion though, right? Than, than as a player, right? Yeah, you, you probably. Into Milan, you didn't play, you, you may have played into Milan at Sam, but that's not why you hate them. No, it's, this is like culturally brought down from my dad, my family over just, there as well. Just because yeah. you're supposed to. Yeah, it's just, and that's how it is. That's how the hatred, I think, is is stemmed from a young age. Your many dad hated them. Your granddad teach. hated them. <laughs> yeah, many racists blame their parents. It's kind of oh, it dad. kind of explains the world right there. Yeah, a little bit, <laughs> isn't it? Very correct. Um, I, I'm sure you had. I this was told the- by my mom and dad, uh, I didn't like those people. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Okay, well, <laughs> while various reasons. While we're talking about this, then I was thinking about this would be a great episode. We got there organically. If you had one person to punch in the face. Oh, God. Who's not in this tent? Who's not in this tent? I still wanted to go on the inter thing. No, not yet. We're now <laughs> switching it up. It's the rundowns. I'm so well, glad we uh, stick well, to we'll these have rundowns. To re- we'll go back to that. So you don't want to hurry your decision. Let's be honest. That's why we got dropped by the zone. This for a bit? That's you, what I mean. Okay. Are you, you talking about presently? Yeah, not in this tent. There's a couple of commentators, actually. Just one. Just one. <laughs> You got one punch. Okay, we're gonna come back to it. Inter, we'll talk about. So it. they're related to football. They don't have to be a player or no, coach. No, unrelated. Just life. In what life, if female. One. 
It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm sure we've had this conversation before where I said yeah. I'd like to slide tackle um, Kim Kardashian. That's different. That's, That's right, a slide tackle. Yeah, but not a punch. I would never hit a woman. Got one punch. No. One. But you'd slide tackle her. <laughs> but, yeah, in a, in a co-ed... I'd slide tackle the shit out of that. But Spikes up. <laughs> in a co-ed charity tournament, like... Yeah, can you can you go in for a, a calculated challenge? Well, no, because sled tackles are banned in every level. Charity it seems in this country, oh, okay. it's ridiculous. It's all sliding have, is it's banned. all I have to my game. Slide, sled sliding is banned. Like you, you know yeah, how general. coordinated I am running. How many times do you think I'm intentionally sliding? But I've been called for a ton of fouls. Like, <laughs> yeah, you look at me, run referee. I'm just, I've I've just tripped over my own feet. Yeah, but you slid. You slid at the halfway line. Foul. Ball the other way. Yeah. No sliding. It's a belly slide. That was just your equilibrium just all out of whack. Yeah. It's been out of whack my entire life, actually. I should. I can't even sit in this chair balance, for God's sake. <laughs> uh, I did want to ask Deitch an inter-question. Um, so you described the hatred that you had when you finally got the chance to play against them. Because I'm sure for a long time you, you never really envisioned it. And then it came up with two chances to play in the Serie A. When you finally played against Inter, was it... Like, describe that. Hatred. For Real days? Hatred. You're in, in that, that change room in the, Yeah, Zero. in the run-up. Well, Milan, obviously, play in that same stadium as well. But I don't know if, you, if you've ever been to a Milan or Inter game, the, the stadium turns a different color Yeah. for the actual home games of Inter or Milan. So just seeing the San Siro in blue and black really jarred me. It really angered me in a way. <laughs> I don't know, it's something about that blue and black kit and just... If you ever run into Danny Dickio, don't wear blue or black. Don't do it. <laughs> That's why he hates Montreal. The second they so, put that kit, ah, right? The good second they came out with that kit, That's the reason. that Neratsuri kit, go, that yeah. was it. It was like they were sticking it to you. So you're like, Jimmy was right. So when you played them, what that was like, obviously Zanetti was there still. He's, he was there for like Zanetti, yeah. I think Simeone was there. But wasn't, wasn't Inter created because Milan... Athletic club wouldn't let anybody. So English. Milan was 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 a, an English uh, guy that came across. It was actually a cricket, an athletic and cricket club. That's what the A and C stands for as well. Oh, does it really? And they're like the working class club that was in Milan first of all, and that's why Inter Milan are kind of the snobbyish club because they were um, bought or they were. They were built by this new uh, wave of rich people that were coming out of Italy, and they were seen as the posh club. So successful Milan. Italians, and you always hated that. In 1904. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that it stood for yeah. Atletico Calcio de Milano. It might have changed now, but it wow. was a cricket club. Wow. Um, you do love cricket, though, in fairness, which explains yeah, I love the cricket. love there as well. <laughs> Just not watching it. Are you Craig? Someone you love to beat more than anyone? Was it your rival? I mean, was it a Norwich? Oh, well, that was that was from the fans' point of view. Yeah, it was was it? Like, yeah, you wanted to. The three letter in the ratings. You fucking loved it when your ratings were better than theirs. Premier League Saturdays. You loved it. Whose ratings? The three letter. <laughs> we didn't care. You know, it only mattered if you had Man United on your station, right? They were the the team that I always wanted. They were they were the ones that you want to beat the best, whoever that is at the time. How did that go for you? 
fuck off, Sharm. Did you, you know what? Did you know? Longer, don't you start. Listen, did you know? I bet you didn't. The year we got beat 9 0, we beat them at home. See, no they're the forgotten facts, right? Which are important. If we had, if we had beat it. Got nine nil everywhere and won our home game. We would have stayed in the Premier League. We <laughs> got true. more points against United than most that year. I'm going to pull up the whole fixture list for that season. But that's actually an amazing stat, right? You lose nine nil, but you beat them in the yeah, other but leg. no one ever three to two, one, right? I think if you, I think that was Paul Stoll's first ever goal. What a goal it was! <laughs> no, no, they was lost three two. Driver? Wow, really, eh? Yeah. So, do you remember the room after that result? Beat him a couple of times. Fra- Francis, Frank Yellop, little nick off a uh, defender into the top corner. So, Yellop scored the winner. Frank, he's, no, that was another time. Yeah, wow. Great moments in Canadian history. You know who I really didn't like growing up, though, like in England was Liverpool because Liverpool won everything in the 80s. Right. Obviously, like watching. Well, they didn't now. win three championships, apparently, because Everton did, as you've already. Yeah. <laughs> It was a good time in Merseyside those days, but Liverpool back in the day, like mm. pre-80s, like Everton, like under Rush, John Aldridge, like Kenny Dalglish. Okay, but tell me, how were they perceived outside? You know, because as a fan, I love those players. They seem to me to be quite likable players. How were they perceived? Were yeah, they- it, it was nothing to do with the players. I just hated Liverpool, the team, because they won everything. Except for Sooners. Sooners wasn't very well. I mean, Yeah, but I'm still having them on my team any day. Are you kidding? Yeah, absolutely. They just were he such. Wouldn't, he wouldn't last five minutes now, though. No, VAR would be killing him. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's, it's funny he though, sent right? Off five minutes in. It's soon as he's to hatchet people. It, yes, I'll have another. It's funny how the hatred is born in a short period when you are a child that feels so long. Like I mentioned, the, the Yankees. I hated the Yankees, but if you look at the nineties, it was really. Only like four out of a four years out of a six year period that they were any good to be challenged for titles, but I despise them. But it's like those six incredibly important developmental sporting fandom years, right? That you carry this hatred into adulthood that you go into San Siro and all you can see is Naratsuri and you want to murder people. Did your teammates know? Did your team? Did your teammates feel like, oh, Deech is really up for it today? No, like, cause it's because watch him, yeah, and it's, he might it's get a, sent off. Right, it's a little bit different because you got, got players from all around the country who probably support different teams from where they grew up. There wasn't many Milan or Inter fans in our group. Okay, in both teams I played but for, Deech, they all love Juve. Tell me if yeah, I'm, a lot. Tell a lot of players did support Juve because they were the Southern Liverpool right. of. The eighties and nineties. Right. Tell me if I'm wrong though. Like once, like your hatred for them or not, depending on, like, once you cross the line, yeah, you there's an added spice when you're playing against a team you hate. Oh yeah. Milan though, were, Milan with the Liverpool of the late eighties. I guess it's different for out oh, players yeah. with yeah. all the Dutchies. Milan were yeah. Hulip Kuman. Jovinko's a, uh, a big Milan fan. Did you know that? Really? Is he really? Yeah. No? Exactly. Big Milanista. Did you guys ever watch matches together? No, but there was a couple you of times. see over the seats. <laughs> wasn't, he, wasn't he just at TFC? He lives here, yeah. He lives in Toronto. He moved home? 
Oh, his, his, his wife and family. kids always. Uh, hey, there were rumors last past week that Insigne was, was in talks with mm. TFC. Really? Daddy yeah. Yeah. Can't can't talk about this. <laughs> no, no I think the, as rumor as as rumors rumors have it, a TFC executive was seen talking with Insigne in Italy. And that was reported by, it wasn't Sky Italia, but it was a legitimate Sky journalist. And tell you what, if Insignia came to MLS, he'd score a shitload of goals. He would. He, he would have he'd the... He'd be a great signing. He would have the impact on the league that, that Javinko did when Javinko came. Yeah, I think so. Because I think we all thought on paper he should destroy the league. But we were all a bit doubtful. It was physical. It was fast. He admitted in the beginning, wow, it, the skill is a, a bit different than he'd anticipated. But he still was MVP in... in my opinion, to this day, is the most talented player to play in Major League Soccer. Yeah. If an Insignia came, but my you God, you have the same looking, impact. If you're, if you're him looking at Toronto FC now, are you willing to, to make that move? But any of these guys just do it for the money. For eight or nine right? million a year, maybe. When Javinko right. came here, there well, was... I was just wondering whether... Yeah, okay. The, the, well, the, I guess I'll find Sorry, out I was who's, who's the manager. from an actual winning stand. <laughs> There was from a like, selfish yeah, geez, uh, mercenary you know, like trophies, standpoint. you know, like that sort of thing. But get a manager. For it's a, it's a little bit different, I must say, than and Craig's right in a way because Javinko was coming to a kind of an established team that just needed that extra piece to put them over the line. I still feel that Insignia has. You got to remember, Javinko was was on the outskirts of Juve. He wasn't playing much. He was playing maybe in the cup games. He wasn't playing in Champions League games. So he needed a new adventure, but he also wanted to get paid because he was 26, 27. 27. Yeah, at that time. Insignia is still in the national team, playing, starting for the national team. Yeah. Won the Euros, now going into a World Cup year in 2022. At the end of his contract, I think coming up in the summer, or maybe he's got a year left, with rumors of Manchester United and other big clubs wanting to sign him. So they've got to throw a hell of a lot of money at him. Well, did you tell me, I mean, this is a World Cup year, as you mentioned, right? If Insigne jumps to MLS, that won't do his hopes any good to play for Italy at the World Cup. Well, there, there was Javinko a time, found that. There was a time that would be in the absolute kiss of death. Yeah, exactly. Well, Javinko experienced that. Yeah, he did. I think at a time when Italy were once, I think, wasn't he? He was recalled once, remember? And he came back really late and then scored that wonder goal against Montreal, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. No, right. New York. New York, was it? Yeah. But yeah, but Insigne, I mean, to me, Insigne's had a better career French than Javinko. people. French. Insigne's had a, a, oh, a better <laughs> career for sure. <laughs> the... There's a great photo of um, of Javinko in one of his last training sessions at Juve. And you could tell the guys are taking the piss out of him. They're just doing some running drill. And he's kind of behind and he's he just he looks like he's been bullied the whole time. And I remember seeing the the salary sheet for that season. And you know, Pirlo was there, Chiellini Bonucci, obviously, um, um, Buffon. Trying to think of other big money stars at the time that would have been at Juve. Like maybe Evra was there. The guys that were on big money at that time. And... He was the joint highest paid with his new deal. Whoever the top Juve guy was, his TFC deal was match Wasn't money. Wasn't it higher? I thought he was the highest paid Italian athlete in the world. To be honest, you, you know what? It could have been. I might be wrong. It could it have was, been. was, yeah. But Until Pele went to China. Remember Graziano, Graziano Pele? From, from yeah. Southampton. Oh, yeah. But I, I just remember seeing the list at the time that there, there were quite a few guys on that Juve squad. And remember, he, w- he wasn't going to come over until the end of the season. You yeah. Know what? He, you can imagine yeah, yeah. what's going on there. He's in the dressing room. Yeah. Doesn't even play for the team, strutting around. 
on and seven going, million US. How the fuck did you get that contract? Yeah, right. There was all these they're guys. Like, you know what? Yeah, you can take yeah. them now. All these guys on that list that were there was there was a, more than half the team was on less than a million euros a year. More than half the squad. Now those guys were getting a ton of money, but yeah, he was he was yeah. making more. I think you're right. They were on you know two million, three million. That used to be the thing. Remember when we had the Serie A? Palermo. Who was the guy that scored all the goals for Palermo? Not Milito. Uh, Wait a second. Maxi. Footy Prime had the Serie A? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Did I say Footy Prime? <laughs> oh, that's, that's the first time. I called Footy Prime Footy Show. You didn't show even realize, did you, Dan? You said we. Like, the, we're yeah. all part of this. It's just, just well, because you, I just feel like you've been around it's forever. Too, it's, when, right? it's when Dan Wang was uh, producing us. Dan Wang, yeah. <laughs> that's Steve Che. Yeah. That's my alter ego. <laughs> Who, yeah, the Plomo strike. Oh, my God. Who the hell was it? Jesus. It starts with an M. Diego Milito was the guy for Inter, right? Yeah. The Argentine, so it's not him. But he was a, Maxi, a small man. Maxi Lopez. No, no. He was, a, he was like, he may have been Argentine. Oh, I do remember Italian. now. He yeah. went Benfica. All tats. If he did, it was at the very end. Very end, maybe. Anyway, he was the only one on Palermo on a million. And it was like, it was a million and ten euros. Well, that can't be true. No, when it we had the Serie A. Yeah, that was 2012, 2011. They, they were in the Serie A contending for Europe. More than that. No, this is what I'm talking about. This is why it was such a big deal when Javinko came. The money difference in a league like Serie A and compared to anywhere else. Well, no, Bundesliga is like this as well. There's not as many guys on 5, 10 million that you think. If you look at the salary sheet, quite a few guys are on 2 and 3, 4 million. So this is why it's enticing to a guy like Insigne, who, yes, is playing in the Champions League, has yeah, the market. He's making goals, big money now. Uh, he, I, I, Not the a, money. A, a, world, a World here. Cup winner who is playing on Juventus or, you know, to, a top league. They're making t- big money now. They are. They have to a, be. A, lo- a lot of those guys are not on 10 million euros a year. Italy has changed. No, they're not. Yeah, Italy has changed a lot in off- in offering players more money, but they've also burnt themselves a la Inter where they've won the title they've seen the rewards for winning the title and it doesn't even touch what they're spending on wages that's why they had to get rid of Lukaku and four or five other players so even Ronaldo was one of those guys that Allegri didn't really fancy but the marketing and branding behind him was so good at Juve but it was it was a balance between do we get rid of him now can we get a little bit for him as I mean, well yeah, as I mean, his, the books his wages were astronomical compared to everyone yeah. else. I mean, that's messy as well. Yeah, these teams are kind of <clears throat> but they do themselves this. now, Craig. Huh? Well, that's right. I mean, when you look, it's also like the the country and the, the amount of money the tickets are they're spending, the TV contracts, all these things that come into play. No, I know, but it just it's, it sounds ridiculous. But it's ten million now, it's, it, it, it's not the same as it once was, right? It's far less now than it used to be. <laughs> ten million right. euros, yeah. It's still big money. Don't get me wrong. But even but, but look at but look at Michael Bradley, for example, who yes was swooned by the idea of coming home, but he didn't come home, did he? Came to Canada because mm-hmm. he was making two and a half times what he's making at Roma. Yeah, but that's Michael Bradley, never a star. Well, he wasn't a star at Roma. He's a good player. He wasn't a star. No, he was starting at Roma. Unlike he was also yeah, start as also starting. the U.S. captain at, at that time. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but he's. He wasn't a star at Roma. He wasn't like, wow, revered and big, you know, Tifos of Michael Bradley and <laughs> the Stadio Olimpico. Tifos hey, of Michael Bradley. Yeah, TFC decided to go big on a few players. They, really. they chose well, apart from the phone. And they chose well. They chose well. They did They did well. Are you looking up but, numbers there? No, I'm, I'm looking up the guy. But I can go to salaries. They had to overspend, really, to get them to come 
you can have to. It becomes a, all right, I'm not now trying to challenge for the Serie A, which is a really great professional achievement. I'm now going for the MLS Cup, which is, you know, it's cool. What was your biggest motivator as a player? Was it money or was it opportunity? Ooh. No, it never, never, never money. <laughs> we can we can vouch we can for that. Exactly. I made a lot of, a lot of bad decisions. No, but I'm serious though. I mean, what was it? Obviously, you were comfortable at Ipswich, and then you were comfortable at West Ham. It wasn't something I really thought about. I just you're just they were trying to get another contract, trying to get you know. So it wasn't like here's ten offers from various clubs. Go for the biggest one. They're all kind of similar. Well, you're, you're under contract. You you kind of know if anybody's sniffing around and mm-hmm. right. Uh, how close were you to playing in the MLS, Craig? No. Not even close. They tried to get him out of the broadcast booth and onto the pitch. I, no, I remember you, like, it was a flirt, but not even close, eh? Not a real flirt? No. Like, no. I was making twice as much not, twice not as much doing TV. What the fuck oh, would I want right. to be doing that? That was MLS at the time. Yeah, those were the days. So you were making 33000 that year. <laughs> uh, honestly, though, t- talk about money. The the year detail. Thirty five hundred, thirty five hundred bucks a game. That's what I get back <laughs> in two thousand seven MLS. Wow, that was it. Thirty five hundred a game. If you were really, wow. No broadcast. No, are you saying as a player, MLS no, or no, broadcast? That's what I was getting broadcasting. <laughs> oh, okay, well, geez, times change. <laughs> Man, yeah, I, times fucking we, change. We, we, we joined the party way too late, but yeah, seriously. <laughs> Lone play-by-play man booth. I'd have to do fucking seven games to get that. And you paid for it. Uh, you paid them. I was paying them. You paid to build the booth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Well, you, just because it was Portuguese. Yeah, I, can still, you, can you come in? Uh, companies, all those, Gregor, Gregor, you, you, you got to well, say. They give you 2500 and still out Brother, there. You got to say this to Sharms. You got to go, what you didn't? <laughs> what hey, listen, did yeah. you get? Hey, listen, I got some really nice suits. Teach, uh, were you uh, ever compelled to... Did you chase the money or was it opportunity for you? It was opportunity and wanting to play. So you'd rather start, guaranteed to start in position than go and sing on a bench for twice Yeah, have the ability to compete for a place. There was te- there's there's teams and Craig will allude to this as well where you know kind of your time's up and you're not getting on the bench or you're not in the manager's plans and I I wouldn't I wouldn't want to sit around like a bad smell or like a but wasn't more I mean at your time of your career when you came over there's other big factors yeah for sure different like you're not coming over for the money necessarily you're coming over no. to hey. I definitely you, wasn't you wanna, coming over here for the money. You want to raise your kids? You, you know what? You might want to settle here and, and bring your kids up here yeah. in Canada. All these different things. These are totally different different factors. We and obviously moving a continent as well is a, a total different thing than moving from up sure. north in England to down south. Did the team pay for your move over here? Nope. They helped out a little bit with the hotel for two weeks, and then you were kind of left to yourselves. But the club's moved on now, and they do a fantastic mm-hmm. job for players coming in. Yeah. Sorry, your gal, did Claire, she had she'd lived in the States at one point, right? She was born in the States, yeah. And but not in Canada. So this was brand new to her? Yes. She she lived so, in the States. Her mom and dad were hippies. They moved back to Australia. They moved to freaking I don't know, to London, then back to Australia. 
and then back to London. So this must have been like the two of you fish out of water, not in a bad way, because you, yeah. you were excited about it. For right? sure. We'd always wanted to move to North America towards the end of my career for me to see out my career in North America. And you obviously know the story. I went to Chicago, nearly signed with them, had offers with DC, but then basically t- Toronto put a, a contract on the table and said, you don't need a green car. You don't need this. Um, get yourself over here. And that was when I had to go to my current club at the time, which was Preston and say, they need me now. They've had four games. They haven't won three games. They haven't scored a goal. And we were just probably about two months before the end of our season. So I came over and I didn't even return. My missus had to go back to England. For school and stuff? To, to pack up the house. Oh, my God. The kids and say goodbye to everyone. That You're never going to see them again. <laughs> but I didn't even get to say that goodbye. I came over and basically I had to start playing straight away. I didn't remember got, that. Did you you off, got off, lightly, off lightly bad. My hey. missus pissed still over there. Hey. Hey. You know how much work that is? Oh. I have no idea. What Forget about the goodbyes. You could always say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, could yeah. give a call. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that's a lot yeah, of work. Yeah. You know, moving to Afghanistan. <laughs> you know, you could have like picked uh, up the floor and said, hey, by the way, I'm not coming back. <laughs> yeah. Nice to know you. Yeah, that's right. Kabul United. <laughs> Toronto. Jesus. Oh, geez, you sacrificed so much. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Do you remember the way the team was playing? It might as well have been Taliban FC. It was awful. People used to have to take a freaking rowboat to get here. <laughs> the Palermo guy. You ready? Yeah. Yeah. Fabrizio Micoli. Micoli. Oh, my God. Fabrizio so, so he did go to Benfica. He did go to Benfica. 35 games. Oh, he was only there on loan. Wow, he's great. I played before. against him here for Benfica. In a Legends game? Benfica. Oh, okay. Was he playing that game? That's you know when we used to play those... Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Money. Those because, money grabs. Yeah, those uh, money money games. They, were, they were at the, the end of the... It was May, right? The end of the club season Real Madrid, there. we played. Yeah, that's Benfica. what Benfica picked up your girlfriend, right? That same tour. They tried to. Well, that not that tour. Deitch was retired by then. Yeah. Oh, no. okay. No, that Benfica. How about, the, how about the crowds, though? They were huge. How about Liverpool when they were here? <laughs> Yeah. Massive. Uh, uh, Rogers Center. Uh, Rogers I saw them at Rogers Center, yeah, against TFC. My great shout, my great memory from that Benfica game. Um, they bought their full team as well, but they partied hard. Um, but Mikuli was is from the same town kind of region as my dad. He's Pugliese. So we were talking. He's like, this Toronto, I, I love this Toronto. Like you said, in the town, can you get me a move here? I was like, yeah, we'd, we'd love to have you. Never heard the end of it, but <laughs> half time. So I didn't start the game because he, I remember Mo resting a lot of the guys because we had a game at the weekend and um, I'm sitting on the bench and there was a couple of young guys near me and the comment, the, the announcer on the big speakers was going, and now Toronto FC fans, we have a legend that we'd like to introduce you to. And I'm going, wow, who's this coming out? And I, I've seen the guy coming out already. And he's slowly walking out. Like, oh, fuck me, that is a legend. That's a, and I said to the young guys, you know who that is? You know who that is? And then the commentator goes, we'd like to introduce you, Eusebio. And I went, oh my God, he's just absolutely. Eusebio. Just crashed this guy's name who's a living legend in world football. Like even Eusebio <laughs> looked at the rest of the people and went, did, did he just call me Eusebio? <laughs> I was like, uh, Deech, I, calm down. You're in a different continent. Just respect what they... Uh, you remember that say? time? Good effort. I, I interviewed Good effort, lad. Yeah. So I got to interview Eusebio. 
And as much as I was in a complete awe of this legend, it was the most difficult interview of my entire life. Yeah. Really? Did he speak English? No. <laughs> no, not very well. well. That's a so your Portuguese ain't the best. So, so he got brought over a good friend, Bobby Yerushi, right? You know Bobby? Yeah, yeah. Great guy. Legend in this game, in this, in this country for a number of reasons. He, he brought him over on some PR trip. It's before the World Cup, I think it was. He was wearing a uh, telecom jersey. A telecom jersey. jersey, yeah, yeah. Un- a badly fitting one too. And, and he just got off the plane. This is an old man. Right, he didn't speak a word of English, and <laughs> this sat was down an old man. Him, honestly, it, it was, was exploitation. It was exploitation, and what? so, what? so you know, I'm joined now by an absolute living legend, Eusebio. You know, first question, whenever, blah blah blah. Yes, <laughs> that was the answer. Yes, <laughs> this lovely smile. He had a great smile, great smile, and it just—it's just like. Obviously, he was like drawing blood from a stone because he didn't speak English. He was exhausted. Yeah. And uh, it was really tough. So we, we we made something out of it. I forget what wow. exactly, but it was really difficult. And I felt bad for the guy because, you know, it wasn't his fault. Right? That sounds like a bad... Uh, That's kind of like Rocky, decision though, no? somewhere down the line here. He was like a Rocky. They're just bringing him around. Putting yeah, him it's, like weekend the, it's a weekend yeah. at Bernie's. Oh, yeah. just string him up. At I just hope he actually got paid. Jonathan Silverman and... Uh, the guy from, guy from Pretty in Pink. Oh, Richard Gear. <laughs> I just hope he got paid for that, and they didn't pay him in you know internet service or food coupons like uh, they treat other soccer entities. That was tough. Though. I yeah. did. I did a whole a half a season of a, a soccer show and got paid in uh, restaurant vouchers. He's still. He's still going on about how much money you made. He's like, I really got screwed over, didn't I? Yeah, this guy's over here playing an MLS, but we're slaving in the set. Of, yeah, that's basically what it was. Didn't they needed to burn money? They got a lot of money to burn, right? <laughs> Don't tell that the, the conservatives are listening. Oh, oh, oh sorry, sorry. <laughs> Didn't the, the Raptors get vouchers for like a play, uh, food place when they uh, won the, the championship? Was, and I sent to my missus, do you really think a fucking guy that's on 60 million a year wants to go and eat uh, Osmo's fucking post, <laughs> like shawarma house for free? <laughs> lifetime like, at Osmo's. Yeah. It's a lifetime at Osmo's. Yeah. It's a big All deal. You can eat at Osmo's. Which is pretty good, by the way. I like Osmo's, but. I've never had it. Osmo's, you're getting, uh, getting a shout out. Actually, I want to tell you, I don't think we've ever spoken more about MLS ever. Yeah. It was really good. Or Syria. Or Syria. Or this guy, what's his name? Mikkeli. Fabrizio Mikkeli. You should look him up. He would have been one of your favorite players. Player. No. So he was. So go ahead. Brentford players only. I I, re- I remember that year we had Serie A, so I'm glad he didn't come to TFC because we needed him to like garner some ratings above NA and three, which is three thousand. Pretty much what we got for our God, Serie A. The NA, ratings for Serie A not applicable. Seriously, the Serie A ratings were horrendous. Hold on, there was an actual program NA. No was, rating. That was a rating. So if you're below three thousand, you get zero. NA. Not yeah. applicable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they, they literally hey. couldn't tabulate it. TFC had that had games like that, and if they're playing in Philadelphia, TSN, NA, like mm-hmm. when when I was playing, or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. we were we were we were we were the new fish. We no, were the no, new no, kids Phil on the block it, back it, in those days. Oh yeah, it must no. have been during no, the winter it, days. It was the Dero no. days. It was uh, the was trouble that, that, is with. With Toronto SC and, and MLS in particular, it, it doesn't do well on TV. It doesn't draw well. I, I, I can't. The Canada game drew well, yeah? 
Uh, I don't know. 380,000. Well, ish. Yeah, and that was good. without any promotion. Or... Well, why don't we talk about that? That's a great. And then another. Uh, that's a great conversation. Why don't we talk about that? Great segue, Dan. Great segue. Your yeah. new, your new get name a mic is Dan Segway. New mics or is it cable? More into the fun. <laughs> There's no fun left, is there? <laughs> no, it's all fun. <laughs> I thought I thought it was a democracy. Don't we get to vote on how the money is spent? <laughs> Can we get a shawarma too? Yeah, call the Osmos. We want no, three hundred eighty thousand, which is a pretty good. It's good number. It's a Canada, pretty yeah. good number for Canada. What do you I think mean, it'll be this time next year? You know what? They they got very fortunate, Sportsnet, because there was no baseball game that night. They went up against the Leafs home home open. Yes, but it would have gone up again. Then if baseball happened, they would have gone. They would have been pushed right to now or whatever. World, yeah, yeah. world. Is world still going? Or FX? Yeah, world's still on. You can get all the snooker and uh, you can get snooker rugby. Yeah. You want? Yeah, I wish you got snooker on there. They're still living they off all get the people. On they don't realize they're still paying for it. Yeah, yeah. I remember someone told us that, didn't they? Yeah. One of get- the executives said we we spoke to them. Said, "Are you going to still keep?" Yeah. Sportsnet World on. Yeah, we could yeah. do a soccer show on there, like a round table. They went, no, nah, not really. Uh, half of the people that the subscribers don't even know they're still paying for it, so we'll just keep taking their money. Yeah. My right. dad was one of them, and so I, I let him know. I just got dinged from the uh, the NBA. I subscribe monthly to the the NBA like TV package, and I just assumed the season was off. I wasn't getting charged, and I look at the credit card statement for the first time in detail this last one, and went, the hell? The season ended in July. They've been charging me throughout the summer for what? It's like it's an annual monthly fee. No matter season's, season's, season. season's not been on. Was it great content though? I didn't look at it because I didn't know I had it. And no, it wouldn't have been. It was Summer League and it would have been shit features in that. Yeah, sad. Hey, circling back to who we want to punch. Any oh. more thought on that? I'm having difficulty with this, which is strange, being such an angry person. Yeah, usually we hate a lot of people. There's there's a woman on my TV every evening who reads out what's going on <laughs> in the medical world. I think she's a health officer for Toronto. I don't know her name. I won't say her name, but I can't hit a woman, so... There's a number of I'd get yeah. my wife to hit her instead. There's a number of people who have made their careers during the last 18 months of pandemic who I'd love to punch in the face. That's oh, true. 100%. Many. <laughs> Many. <laughs> Keep quiet over there, Craig. On both Keep sides quiet. of the coin, Craig. Not just the one. Well, not that they show one side of the coin at all, but just, yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. I, I, <laughs> Craig, do you want to punch anyone? No. 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 I used to have people, I'm sure. I used to be lists. Maybe I've mellowed in my old age. <laughs> On the flip side, so so Steve Bruce gets fired by Newcastle. I would drive him off the road into a fucking canyon, maybe. But- oh, you would? <laughs> ah. <laughs> Is it the, the intimacy of the, the punch you can't handle? You'd rather just like this disembodied ram off the road? Nah. Yeah. But so Steve Bruce gets fired. One of the most likable, nicest guys in football, apparently, um, who was just abused by the Newcastle fans. Yeah. Um, what a vicious business nasty just nasty that's why i wait what happened well steve (laughs) (laughs) when he that's a really bad team with no investment who he got he he kept safe for a couple of years and they never ever accepted him it's not his fault he has noses all over his face because he was great defender 
great defender and guys like Dickie laying their elbows along mm. his hooter. Did you play against him? Yeah. <laughs> did, many, many did he speak? Is that how he speaks? He used to speak like that yeah, in yeah. the journey. Yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah. yeah. Before he had, they had the nice yeah, he had some surgery. No, he had a lot. So like, he's he's got a great voice like now. I love his voice. He can read me a nice story like this. Good to see you, Billy, eh? Yeah, it doesn't match really the well. uh, face, his, uh, his voice. But you know what? Yeah. Brutal. It's a horrible bit. Geordie as well, huh? Like to exactly. be treated like that by your own kind. And he actually came out yeah. today and said, I think I'm going to take a, I think this is it for me in football. The way my family, um, his dad passed away a couple of years ago. I remember he went on a little hiatus for a, a couple of weeks just to break it up. And he got stick for that. But the way his family and friends have been treated by his own, I think that would that would yeah. that would do me in as well. His, his wife's parents are apparently very sick. Yeah, and and the stress oh, they man. felt and their Geordies through and, and through. These, they love that football and club. Yeah, these friggin' bone saw merchants coming over and buying the club. They love them. See, Newcastle put out a, a statement today saying we please ask Newcastle fans to stop wearing chic outfits to the games. We're not personally offended by it. But some people might be. Uh, Craig actually has been uh, rehearsing that bone saw line <laughs> for about three weeks now. <laughs> he delivered it brilliantly. He did, and it's... like without a pause. But I don't think he put enough emphasis on it. People it just bone or saw. Right Do you put the emphasis in the bone or the saw? I think you just have to bone saw. Steve Bruce might actually, you know, this might be the best thing that ever happened to him. Just get You're out right. quietly. The next He'd manager. He'd get some plastic surgery whether he liked it or not. Yeah, the next manager. Well, he says, are you suggesting that he might, might get the old visit to the Turkish embassy? Right. Is it a job? No, I'll your opinion on this. <laughs> can we can we rewind that and <laughs> delete that? <laughs> no, this is all knowledge. I think this is all, this is all fact. Kishogi? It's, it's yeah. All, yeah, it's all fact. Yeah, no, the CIA right. even admitted it. <laughs> yeah. Putting this out there. Is lie. Newcastle a job that no manager really wants at this present time. If you were a head coach or manager and you had a decent name in the game, would you want that job? Jeez. I think you would because you're starting from ground zero, right? You're you're at the worst case scenario. You're at, you know, what's it when Anarchy's in the, the worst place, alcoholics in the worst, you're, you're in your, uh, what do you call it? The gutter? Cold no, turkey. A junkie or, a, or a, an Anarchy. You're at your, oh my God, an what's addict? the term? No, at your worst worst place. Oh, sure. See, if you were from Liverpool, you'd know. <laughs> rock bottom. You're at rock bottom. <laughs> oh, sure. you say that? Oh, sure. <laughs> you're at rock bottom. We just right, defended this... two dangerous parts of the world that I would never <laughs> want to be caught in. This club's at rock bottom, right? There's only, literally, the only one way to go. And you're going to do it with a hell of a lot of money behind you, right? Yeah. And you've got a transfer window two months away. You can keep losing for a few weeks. Yeah. In a few months until you figure it out, right? I think it's a pretty good opportunity, isn't it? Yeah. Who wants to be Newcastle's Mark Hughes? Well, exactly. Yeah, okay. Or yeah. who wants to be the first guy or of the Spindle guys Anderson. that are going to turn That's this club point. around? But That's for 10 point. million reasons, they'll do it. Yeah. But they're also going to do it, I think, a little bit faster than City in the sense of money because they'll be able to spend immediately. There's a lot of these teams that you know, our, our big spenders and big clubs that are still going to operate with a bit of a COVID hangover. They don't have to do that. So they'll be right in on anybody. 
driving up the price for a Holland to go to wherever. Yeah, but that's he goes. I hate the argument though because what the average, driving up the, the price? average top player like Holland isn't going to Newcastle. Agreed, but they're going to not a Champions League. Team. My point is though is that much like City at that time though they're just going to drive up the price. But if you remember, City still came away with Adebayor, Milner. Gareth Barry. These uh, were after they got Rabinho and Joe, which are just massive failures. These guys were in the, but the, all of these guys Roque they Santa got, Cruz. all of these guys that they got though were in the <laughs> top 20 of coveted transfers at that time. Newcastle haven't been in the top 20 of coveted transfers. They've been getting diamonds in the rough. Same Maximen. Uh, did they get Rondon for a minute? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. 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 No, like, yeah Rondon has gone to Everton now. Yeah, Everton. Looks terrible. But all like, yeah, Joe Linton, all, all of these guys that, that have have turned out okay yeah, are diamonds of the rough for them. They're not the, in a top 50 pool of transfer targets. Now they're in that. They're in the top 10 immediately. My, my big argument is that they're going to inherit players that are going there for the money. They're not going there to basically roll up their sleeves and try to get the club in a pathway to where the owners want them to be as quick as they want them to be. So for a manager to come in and manage those egos, if you're going in there and you want a quick fix, you know you're going to be out of that job in two years and you earn five mil, six mil, then so be it. But this experience and this job could also put you back another two jobs in the future. Yes, because I'm a Sunderland. I'm Sunderland. Ah, I'm waiting answer. for the Sunderland job. But yeah, a long time they're coming back. They're second in the league at the moment. I, I love the way you said that, though. We, we might be going down the same angle here. So Frank Lampard, you just said it would set you back two jobs. Whereas I think for him, it's a low risk situation to be the Mark Hughes guy, knowing he's not going to get Neymar and Mbappe and Holland in the first window, but he's going to get a lot of guys at Newcastle wouldn't have had a chance at getting before. And maybe it's a six month job. But he's just come off of one that was too big for him. And I think, you know, yeah. he isn't being treated um, the same as an exiled manager that would have failed in that position with without having had the experience he had. There's a forgiveness with Lampard for that situation. For sure. But is the he not Jordy Faithful are like crazy. Like they want to, they, they, they have the same belief as the owners that they're going to be winning the Champions League within two years. Craig will tell you, they're, do the owners think that? they're nuts up there. Do the owners think that? The, what do the owners know about football? No, nothing, but they must have a plan that might also include relegation. No Amanda chance. Stavely? Are you kidding me? No chance. No, they do. They have to. No chance. You don't, you, you, don't, you don't buy a club that is in the relegation zone not thinking that there's a chance no, we I, might get relegated. Plan. No. I think they're, they're, they want to jump on an EPL team that was accessible. Anyone with money with buys potential, the way with out of it. Though. Yes. I don't think they really care. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I mean, I think obviously, listen. The plan is not to be relegated, and it's to you know be successful in, in short order. I get that, but there's no way they haven't got a contingency plan. I don't. What if we go get we go we do go down? Because by the time January comes around, the transfer window they could be they could be ten points out of safety, which no, is done. So that's by the way out of it. That's why I feel no. You don't in January though. They you, have you don't do to that. go and get someone like. A Sam Allardyce and say, listen. <laughs> they tried that before. Sam Allardyce, you keep us up this year. This is your bonus. Then in the summer, we bring in our intended target, head coach. Jose. Who has the whole summer and he has the whole year basically with the <coughs> technical director, sporting director on who they want to bring in for next year. This year is a write-off. They just need to stay up. 
So they need to bring in a, a head coach who is going to stable the ship and they do not. Go. Yeah, but who is that? He's just not out of dice, right? Joking aside, when he was there at Newcastle, the fans hated him, right? He's not got a job at the moment. Yeah, but the fans wouldn't take him back. He's been there. If they keep him up, they would take Shearer to keep him up. I know, but they're not going to accept Sam Allardyce. You just ditched Steve Bruce, and then you say, listen, guys, we're, we're giving Allardyce a six-month contract. The fan, the jolly faith will be saying, you're bloody, you're bone sore killers. You get better than that. <laughs> he keeps coming back to that. <laughs> right? No, no, Char- you better than that, though. Imagine that. Oh, I'm with oh, A big grand unveiling. Might as well stay with right. Steve Bruce. He looks as though well yeah, he's exactly. taking the bone saw anyway. <laughs> exactly. I'm with, I'm with Charms on that. Yeah, but they think, they think they did him a favor. Hey, here's the rest of your contract in cash. Bye. Well, they did. Because he could have walked away himself. Hey, in fairness, right? Sorry. Who, what is Newcastle's nickname? Magpies. Geordie's. Bone Sars. <laughs> From now on, they are anyway. God, you know, you know what? Can I you forget- tell me why? I, I don't understand this bone saw. Are you kidding me? No. Okay, tell them. We're talking about it today. All right, can we talk about this offline? No, no. We We're not talk no, about no, 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 no. This is, this, is, this is not a... It's... Everybody in the world knows it. Apart from no, they chop it off. You've not watched Squid Game yet? Torture. It's a common no, thing. I haven't watched Squid Game. Uh, a leading North American resident who was critical of the Saudi Arabian government. Uh, he was a Turkish. I think he's Turkish, right? Originally? I think so, yeah. What did you say North American for? Because he lived in North America. He's a North American resident. Oh, shit. He was, he was an American. He, was, but he, he, wasn't, he wasn't an American. He, was he had a landed residency. But that's why the Americans are so involved. Oh, he lived in the States. Then. He okay, lived in the it. States. His wife, his girlfriend was American. Uh, went to the Turkish, um, the Turkish embassy in, where was in it? Istanbul? No, sorry. It was the Saudi. It was, he went to the Saudi Arabian in embassy Turkey. in Turkey. Yeah. And he didn't want to ever enter, but he needed to, to get a, uh, a marriage license to marry his wife. Who's going to wait outside while he goes in. Well, when he went in, they bone sawed him into pieces within minutes. Is this, is this fact? Yeah. Yes. This tape. They even had a guy come this out tape. of the building well, video on camera. They had a guy on ca- come out of the building on camera. With a suitcase? Oh, yeah. All that, but no. That was wearing his clothes. Wearing his clothes. To make Pretend it look as though like like that he actually left. Now, whether he was killed first before he was bone sword, let's hope he was. We don't know that. But it was this all James Bond shit all going the Saudi on. Arabia, yeah, all these guys from Saudi Arabia born, born came all the way over yeah. there. It more was edgy. planned. He was a Raw. writer for and a contributor for like Washington Post. Washington Post yeah. So was he deemed as a spy or something? No, no. He was, he was a, a journalist. He was just he was a, a journalist that wrote. He just spoke out he against was really critical the about the Saudis. About, this, about the new owners yes. of Newcastle. Well, no, oh. well, <laughs> they're, no they're not. It's yeah. not. It's yeah. the... Uh, yeah, it's the, the LLC. The, I get it. It's it's the company Yeah, it's that the LLC. <laughs> yeah. So it's not Dan Wong. It's Footy Prime if uh, Danny yeah. Dicchio ever kills anybody. Saudi Arabia's <laughs> a complete yeah, monarchy. If. <laughs> yeah. So is a, is a bone saw different to a regular saw? Is it powered? Okay, so a bone saw, I think, is just a reciprocating saw. Oh, is it? Ooh, yeah, you but, don't want to oh, reciprocate. Yeah, yeah. Like one blade, the ying, 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 ying. That's what you would use to mm. cut people up. But is it? Mm. Is bone harder than 
wood, for example. Yes, would you need yes because it's fresh and because ligament is really hard. I had a girlfriend who was a... Uh, had? Yeah. <laughs> well, it was an old girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. What happened to her? Ponsa. No, <laughs> that's wrong. Oh, my God. It's hard to get to uh, like, a, uh, like a spinal cord. Yeah, it's tough to cut I guess it would be, right? Because the, the cord itself oh, could you, be tougher than the bone. And you, you could pull it as hard as you can. Yeah. yeah. It's when they cut cut one of the tricks <laughs> balls off, took them forever. Yeah. That's why the way yeah, the ball just came off. That would have. Yeah, it was the rest. Hey? Really? It was like an elastic. Did band use a, on them. Was it a bone sore? Were you awake? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Were Did, you awake for that? <laughs> no. Oh, I, I'm I'm just, no, no, but it's, that's a good question. Because nowadays, I mean, they try to do as many things without actually putting you yes. actually under. And it's not actually, they go through the abdomen, don't they? Yeah, that was a surprise to me. Not being no. coy, I, not everyone might know this, but Craig had his testicle removed for cancer. Yeah. Not being a joke. But no, no, that's true. Everyone knows yeah. that. No, but, but don't. Good, good guess. Every, yeah. We have new listeners. People didn't know that's about Kishogi. World Cup qualifying has got us <laughs> yeah, some new right. listeners. Yeah. So thank you, everybody. So they went for the abdomen. We've just lost them. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was worse, Steve Bruce's last days in Newcastle or the last four minutes of this podcast? <laughs> yeah. Or, or Craig's experience. Oh, geez. Basically, I was at home... Uh, uh, what I'm doing? I was just fought, like what you should do is play with your balls. Correct. You really should, and just make more sure men that, should do this. Yeah, Absolutely. exactly. Yep. So, and it actually has become quite a big thing in in the UK. Not here in Canada, is it? No, at all. Yeah, There's why is stigma that? here against it a little bit? Huh? Yeah, why is that? I have no idea. There should be no stigma. But it, Are the rates considerably yeah. lower here? Is it no? Nope. Is it that? No, I don't think so. Movember, it's like the fastest growing the Movember cancer. Movement, and, that's for prostate cancer, isn't it? No, it involves everything now. Oh, does it? Yeah, all, okay. all men's. Well, there. Initially, it yeah. may have been just, but because prostate was the leading at the time. That's right. right. Yeah. Who, you, who um, talks about that? While we're talking about this, did you hear about the the Bournemouth uh, player this week, Craig David Brooks? No, the young boy who, who they signed from Sheffield United a couple of years ago. Very, very good player. Plays for Wales as well. He's just been. Um, he's just got uh, Hodgkin, Hodgkin's lymphoma. Oh no! Yeah. So stage two. It's a right. tough time. The Bournemouth scored at the weekend, and they did a little tribute to him. But hopefully, we wish him the best of luck. He's a young guy, and he's yeah. pretty positive about being back on the field. But it just shows you, you can amateur anyone any mm-hmm. kind of health status playing professionally for professionally in a yeah. one of the top leagues in the world and he's had this bad news get yourself checked out i mean it's everyone, amazing i mean everyone. A- athletes i mean not to say you guys are fortunate obviously not fortunate but you have yeah. such great people and staff who are, who are looking and check, checking well that's it day. i mean as soon as I mean, don't have that within 30 seconds yeah. of me feeling this uh lump on my nut i phoned uh john green the physio John, I felt this lump on my nut. Hey, what does it feel like? A lump. <laughs> actually, it you know what it was? Hard or soft? It, it, I want to know that. It, it was actually to, to describe it would be like you'd have to put a bunch of oil on a on a on an acorn, right? And is there you bringing the the scrotum over your ball? It right. kind of had that acorn type, you know, on the top, and, of and it was clearly attached to your ball. Yes. <laughs> Listen, the fed is Wonga smoking. My name's not laughing. He's smoking, and <laughs> good timing there, Wonga. So yeah. it, it was a real response. Clear that it was attached to the ball. Yes. 
Oh, it was like you couldn't get yeah. behind it. Or just came yeah. Out there. yeah, it was clearly attached. But it wasn't like um, see when Trevor Sinclair when he or, or when he went, his is more like a, a peppercorn bump that wasn't cancerous. Yours was an acorn spike. That's kind of just like no, not a spike on the edge. Just sort of that around the hole. Like it wasn't that the that one third of it was okay. Wait a sec. Abnormal. Was it you or Trev who had VD? VD. Oh, I would say that both of us had that. <laughs> just throwing it out there. I, I I wouldn't want to speak for Trevor, but. <laughs> A lot of guys out there, though, a lot of guys fear what it might be, so they avoid it. Oh, yeah. Whereas it can be many things, right? It can be calcification. It could be numerous things. Yeah. Right. Cancer is only one thing it could be. So if you find something, get it fucking checked out. Yeah. So I was there literally. So I think it was a Friday. So the game was Saturday. Um, We'll get it done after training on Monday. So I remember Harry coming out. It wasn't the best of days. Oh, actually, it was a nice day. But he goes, everybody's miserable. And Trevor, we're coming by, you know, where keepers are working out, doing our thing, and the players are off doing their own thing on the other side of the training ground. He was like, all right, lads, when you come over here, like, fucking cheer these fucking bunch up. They're a bunch of miserable bastards this morning. Beautiful day. And I said, yeah, I'll do that, Harry. I said, you never know. This could be my last training session. Is that what you said? Ever. <laughs> How did Harry react to that? What did he say? He must, he, at first time, Harry just... Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, boggle eye. It was yeah, like, his eye was going crazy. But Gallo's humor is important in the room, right? The boys? For sure. Right? I think uh, it's uh, quite important. Yeah. No, I think Harry was laughing. And then... then so uh, He didn't know, though. At this point, we, he no, didn't No, I, I hadn't gone for the scan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah but Harry knew you were going for one, though. It must have not. Yeah, he knew I was yeah, going yeah. for one. Oh, okay. Yeah. So... Something like repeat it to the lads. So we we're playing a five aside and everything else. Come on, you bastards! It could be my last training session. <laughs> and it was fucking. Oh, it was my last training oh, session. It's fucking sad. Did you it's win the small sided game? Jesus, I can't remember. It was a fucking oh, great day, though. Dude, you were one sad person. It was a great day because <laughs> that didn't need to be your last training session. No, it did not. That's when Sportsnet That's came in with a deal. That was another story. Paying him more than EPL would pay someone back yeah, in those and days. And B is still well, setting up. More than the setting up. <laughs> That's true. B's going to well, keep going on about this $3,500 per didn't game. Do, we didn't do that many. Yeah, exactly. We didn't do that many. I think what's come out of it now, though, because there's a few more players that have had testicular cancer and beaten it as well. I think, John, did John Hartson have it as well? Craig? Yeah. He had it. so well. Jason Cundy was at Ipswich with me, and he got it, yeah, and he got it. So you guys were basically the pioneers of just yeah. being more open. I think players had it before, yeah. but were too scared to announce it, or whether it was Alan Stubbs. Alan Stubbs had it at Bolton, that's right, and Celtic. That yeah. But now I think you guys, as as I said, you were pioneers in in the sense Awareness. that. Making it more aware, but also making it more like, of like a, a communication between your fellow teammates, your head coach. But for guys that are involved in professional sports, it might be a little bit easier than your average Joe who hasn't got the support or 
well, a team I mean, room of mates to talk it out. You're showering with the seas guys. You got exactly. your balls out every day. You, you, you have no problem with yeah. somebody so grabbing your nut to see I it. I think go it's, to, right? it's a little bit e- not. I wouldn't say easier, but it is easier. I think it is for the easier. average Joe guy, like I don't know, it, it should be easier. It should be easier, but like you're right. We grew up. I have two older brothers. We grew up naked and hanging out. Sure, like. If you play sports, right. but men, fuck aren't, it, I'm men aren't as likely to go to the doctor. Sharp. Please, yeah, no, please, 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 please don't get naked. Oh, it's like a camping trip, a horrible camping what trip. What if I have something for Christ's <laughs> sake? And now I feel awkward getting naked in front of you because you dickheads. Go to professionals and get screened. I could be getting the month because of you people now. Yeah. Now more than ever, it's important to go put, and get put screened. Them on that heel. This could be his last podcast. Now yes, with your right. friends <laughs> and <tent. laughs> well, You got the odd guys a little embarrassed. Did I tell you the story? Jimmy King. Have I told you the Jimmy King story? He's coming, he's like in the dress room and he's for three or four days, he's turned into the corner and put his shorts on and towel and da 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 and wouldn't show his ass, wouldn't show anything. He'd be stuck in the corner and go and shower and do the same thing. And then eventually, uh, might have been Frankie. <laughs> if you got a problem, you got a, if you're, if you got a small dick, just turn around. No, we don't care. But you just don't be shy. Like, it's okay. You turn around and fucking thing was massive. <laughs> massive. It was a tripod. It was amazing. <laughs> so, I, I remember. It was amazing. I remember when the there last was that. Well, you know what it goes, right? So, where this is a youth, you know, this is a reserve youth, right? And then you got the first team lads are like, you gotta come. You're coming with. You me. gotta come and show us. You right. gotta come and yeah. show the boys. So you drag Jimmy into the uh, Jimmy King into the other dressing room and say, "You yeah, man, this is a kid who's a, so embarrassed." And then they're just like, "No, that." And the lads are like, "What the fuck?" And then the next thing is, "So Jimmy, we'll give you a couple hundred quid to get that hard." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I want to see how big it is. Hard. Oh Jesus! Anyway, <laughs> who's the priest or the scoutmaster yelling that out? Oh. Thick stuff that this, went this on. This was man. not Cub Scouts. Yippee-I-O, yippee-ki-yay, or whatever yeah. your signal was. Yeah. Oh God. Just Can you imagine? People. This is a style. Like, I come out of Coquitlam, and I'm just, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just, like, thrown in, into this fucking warfare. Like, just nuts, these people as well. Have you ever heard the, the Paul Gascoigne story on Les Ferdinand when he talks kind of about a similar, similar thing? <laughs> You've got to listen to it on YouTube. It's on YouTube, or I mean, I've heard this story. I don't know. If I've ever heard him. Oh, it's brilliant. I can't. I can't give the story the the quality it deserves. So yeah, just listen for the the, the Paul Gascoigne when he's playing for England, oh. and he changes with Les Ferdinand for the first time. Oh, and Gaza does it in the best expression ever. <laughs> I can imagine Gaza. He jumped my- into our uh, communal hot tub. Every club has them. Most of them just filthy at each. <laughs> so West Disgusting. Ham, Alton Park, massive. So you can, it's about the size of this tent. So you got to like, get guys in, you know, this hot tub after the game. Yeah. Sweat and there's no mud. jets or anything. No, it's just, just a, a hollow ice boss. Now, yeah, you it? jump in it, right? Okay, just filthy and yeah, grass on the top. Like, yeah, yeah, not, you're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sounds horrible. So why would you hang out in there? I don't know. So you let, sizes, Sometimes yeah. that was your only choice. <laughs> Couple of beers. So anyway, Gascoigne comes in. And he was supposed to play at Middlesbrough, but he was hammered. So he didn't even, he just ended up drinking in the Players' Lounge last game of the season. He comes in, you know, as Johnny Monks and 
few of the other players. He's got his suit on and he just launches straight into this hot tub with us. <laughs> fully suited up. Tie floating on top of the water with all the grass and everything else. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just a, a lunatic. What a legend. And yeah. to drive all the way back to Middlesbrough and I don't know what he, you know. Um, we should probably call it quits. Uh, this has been one of the most diverse and uh, let's call it versatile podcast. Versatile. Yeah, versatile is a better term than yeah, diverse. We've jumped yeah. around a few different topics, none of which were on my rundown. No, okay. none of which. What have we missed that was on the rundown? Um, oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Ian Rush. It was 60. Ian Rush, six Ian years Rush. old uh, on the day we're recording. Yeah, yeah. he's not. Ian Rush, six years old. Well, 60, that makes you feel old. Legend. Um, someone who was much like Ian Rush. Striker. Turned uh, 47 yesterday. John Aldrich. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how Danny to Danny Dicchio. Bon compliano. Happy birthday, Deech. Bon, no, Happy in, birthday, in buddy. say Santiaguri. Punch in the face. Santiaguri. Punch him in the face. Peroni. Daniele. Wow. That was really good. Yeah, we are a versatile and diverse podcast. We certainly are. When yeah. Dan's birthday, I want him to sing it in Chinese to me. <laughs> Can you sing in Chinese? It's only one eighth Chinese. You know guys. Mandarin fluently. Do you speak any Chinese? No. Like Mandarin, Cantonese, Chow Mein. Just be- no. oh no. No, and I don't know why people use chopsticks instead of forks either. <laughs> That's so racist. No, it's fine because he's a friend. We were just debating what new ones to buy. Whether we go, do we go the metal Korean or do we get like proper wood in Japanese? How cheap you are. Japanese are the better ones, but there's just something about metal. Just get a, if you want to go to our French restaurant, he's got French in them. He's got uh, Madagascar. He's got African Madagascar. Madagascar. He's had them all in him or something. You're Madagascarian? Yes. He's got a, he, honestly, his DNA is from everywhere. You can ask him. 23 and Wonger. Are you talking footy picks there? 23. Is that you're trying to figure out? I know, I, I know footy picks. Oh, you do? Big games, I'm going to give it to you. Bro. Well, let's get to it, Shai, because uh, we've going, been going too long. We had a meeting yesterday saying we shouldn't go more than an hour anymore. Okay, done. Agreed, 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 yeah, agreed. Um, an hour and 11 minutes so far. Account for, that's an 11-minute PSA. Go get checked out. That's true. Touch your friend's balls. Make sure everyone's good. Touch your friend's balls. I feel no, as you though. you don't have to touch your friend's balls, but touch your own balls, and if you... If you think your girlfriend needs to say, hey, does this feel like a little abnormal? Or or your boyfriend, if you have one. We are an inclusive yeah, podcast. Yeah, you're right. Donnie. See, with John Hartson, he didn't, he, he let it go and it got bigger and bigger yep. and bigger. He didn't, and then it went into He his, got lucky at the end, huh? You got lucky, yeah. Did it go to his brain? Yeah. It did, right? Yeah. Yeah. Same as Lance Armstrong. Yeah, but wow. not, 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 not to, you know, dismiss it, but. Uh, can- brain cancer from testicular cancer is not like it's still testicular cancer in your Correct. brain right. that's, that's where people oh my god he's got brain cancer it's like well no he's got brain cancer but it's testicular cancer yeah and it's you know it's not smoking lung cancer it's testicular cancer that's the pathway yeah and this is why there's a, a quite a success rate you know but then there's the young lad at West Ham um like that if I should remember his name is a Greek last name, Australian boy. He didn't make it. So, youth, youth player at West Ham a few years ago. So. I kind of get the feeling that Lance Armstrong kind of sold that I had brain cancer and lung cancer and testicular cancer, and I got through it. Well, he did. I mean, he had to, he, he had, had tumors taken out of his head. I know. 
I just <laughs> lost that <laughs> I mean, it's not great. I I mean, charms. No, it's not great. It's he lied about thing. being clean. He must have lied about having. But the his pants. ball was the size guy. of a grapefruit. Charms, is he, he, is he that out. guy you want to punch in the face? Lance, oh, you know what? Yeah, not bad. Could yeah. be a worse call, couldn't it? Close. I tell you what, he would be up there. He is an eighteen carat asshole for sure. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And you know. Before all that came out, going back, so when I got it, everybody's like, oh, you should read uh, uh, it's you know, his first book, I think. Uh, it's not about the bike, or it's more about the bike, or something like that. So, you know. Great going, book, by the way. Going through the... Yeah. It's, it was a great it's, book. But, Do you roll my life? But when you... <laughs> when you uh, get through it, read it, you can kind of tell that it just... I just thought, I was like, you know what? The, you can tell there's something off. I didn't... Not likable about this guy. Um, all right, boys and girls. Um, it's time for. Uh, can I just paint the? Oh Jesus! Sorry, have you not seen the rundown? I've not seen the rundown. <laughs> it's forty pigs. It's forty pigs. It's forty pigs. On forty Greg Forrest, part of the new singing team. I just want to we'll get to your, your question in a minute. <laughs> Sorry, did you want to say something? No, it's, just, it's been too long since we've been together, so I forgot that that musical interlude was going to happen. I thought Elena was the only one that sung on this show. No. No. Well, we wish she was, but she's not always available. No, not always. We can't afford her. She's on 3500 a show. <laughs> I'm sure she is. <laughs> And so she should be. That's She's where Premier out, League. That's, that's where out the zone money's come. <laughs> yeah, paying for, yeah, exactly. Hope you like the song, everyone. Christ. You, measure, you can measure what they're getting now. All right. Off the top, boys and girls. It's a big one this Sunday. Uh, or is it a big one? Maybe it's a route. Liverpool, Manchester United, Craig. Ooh. At Liverpool? I'll tell you that in a second when my eyes adjust to my phone. Yeah. What I was going to say was, I was just going to describe, I said Old Trafford. What I was going to describe was what happened to get to that point where Wonger passed his phone along and Charmin holds it out 18 feet in front of his face, then hands it back and Wonger says, you sure you got that? He's like, yeah, I got it. And then he opens his phone, which is on microscope mode, and he can look at the fucking numbers, but you couldn't even get it up quick enough. Large text. So there you are, United Liverpool at yes, Old, Trafford. Old Trafford. Yeah, okay, Craig, what do you got? All the- you said transparency. You said, Dunny, we're a well, transparent operation. That's what I'm being. No, no, a, a trans operation. I'm actually all inclusive. Dave Chappelle. People would think I was anti-Man United, but I only pulls it off. Do you really? Yeah. Why? Because he's likable. Yeah, he is likable. Because he has Ronaldo. That's why he's going to pull it off. How much has he aged in the last two years? Guys? Ten years. Ten. He's more shriveled, doesn't he? He's got. He's Not got like that. Wayne Rooney. Oh, oh yeah. Hey, but at he least Rooney's retired to sixty in a, <laughs> about a year, living in a caravan. Ollie's got, but Ollie's got that David Moyes like jaundice hue all of a sudden. Yeah. That's didn't a have great way of putting it. That's exactly what he's got. Yeah, yeah, he has the jaundice hue. Hey, by the way, he's got he, the Moyes. He, he's Did got you guys the watch the Fury fight? Yeah, I went to, thanks to Deech. Yes, sir. Messaging, oh, messaging the third what, round man. of the WhatsApp group. He, he is something else. He's one of the greats. He is something else. So I said jaundice, and that made you think of Tyson Fury. Yep. Yep. <laughs> no, the gypsy king. How much you I don't think know what it was? Uh, a few things. At Old Trafford. Yeah. You think United are going to win? Yes. Two to one. I kind of thought that as well. Why? 
what, what evidence? I don't know. Like, I just feel Liverpool are going to smash them, but then Ole will pull something out of his backside and they win. Liverpool well, got away with like, one. I, I was actually one. going by your advice. You said, oh, he's got horseshoes. Yeah, well, yeah, well there that. you go. He's one of those guys that when the pressure mounts, it seems to get a big result. You know those managers that the pressure Yeah, there's been a few times he, he's been kind of lingering around. Mourinho is famous for it. They yeah. were so bad today. So bad. Like, <laughs> Atalanta played really well, 2-0 up. Then their, their star defender, central guy, got injured. They brought a young guy on and he struggled badly. Fabrizio Mikkeli. They did not win it, but no. All right, you're going United, I'll go Liverpool. 4-1. Four one. That's the right. Jesus. Goal. What? No, I, I think Liverpool got away with one midweek in the Champions League. What? Yeah, being up two nil. I mean, yeah. No, I think that. Are I you think, saying that wasn't a red card? W- <laughs> Look, in the moment, of course it was a red card. I've been sent off for a lot less than that, Danny. I understand that, but did you see Ibra for your beloved Milan? Not yeah, being he didn't sent really off? touch him. Did he? Doesn't make it right. I mean, didn't we're really talking about, We're talking about Griezmann. Yeah, but we're, not, but we're talking about s- s- serial violent conduct, <laughs> right? And so the referee sees Don't that. Don't need to talk about my game like that. <laughs> the referee sees Griezmann and says, you just, you nearly killed a man. You almost bone sawed him in an embassy. I can't have you on the field and sends him off. And then Ibra, who's looking at the man who has a black belt in karate, who like sidekicks him in the face and he barely got a yellow because the referee's terrified of Ibra. So that's the wrong call. But I could understand the art, like Simeone and Suarez were livid that he was sent off. Well, in that case, oh yeah, so <laughs> yeah, makes okay. it absolutely right. That's like saying you know, based on the rule book, boys. Based on the rule book, boys. Didn't he go down like a sack of crap when the Beckham rulebook. gave him the old little? Yeah, I understand. Absolutely. It's like saying Marilyn Manson was really uh, upset with. Uh, and Charles Manson. And too. Charles Manson. <laughs> <laughs> it's the chemistry. It's the chemistry that's lost. I was going to say Marilyn on, Manson with his uh, records. Yeah, with, yeah, with, uh, <laughs> with Heather Tate. Yeah. <laughs> Two one Liverpool. Two one Liverpool. Two one Liverpool. And by the way, it's a clear red card, Griezmann. Jesus Christ, reckless. It's and too much for Dan. We got to finish this. It's too much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, what's next? Uh, okay, good one. Brentford, Leicester. Start with you, B. Leicester, of course, coming off a big win, looking more like themselves. And uh, Brentford, well, unfortunately against Chelsea, were denied by Mendy. Honestly, I love Ivan Tony. I've been texting the group. I'd, I'd love to sit and watch a Brentford match with you just to focus on him and your reaction. Uh, to me, he's must-watch TV. But I love what he does off the ball. So... Honestly, at home, I back them in every game for a result. So we'll go 1-1. One, one. All right. Is that Leicester or Brentford? It's at Brentford. Brentford. Mm. Dan, you, f- you, f- you fancy your team at home? Yeah, your bees. That would be yes. Le- Leicester won today. Like, they scored four today somewhere. In they the had Euro, a Europa yeah. League game today. That's right. Yeah. I don't know why that was, because Russia can't play games on yeah, Thursdays. it's weird. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's the... I got it. It's going to be a... It's a Russian holiday? No, yeah, it's a Gorbachev day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have no idea. You could have made right. some, the one Russian I can think of is Gorbachev. I was waiting for some Crimean joke, but I think one one's a good call. Good call. No, I fancy let, I fancy Brentford there. Yeah, yeah, they put it in the mixer. They get right stuck into <laughs> them. Really they put do, set pieces. <laughs> go on, Brentford. Yeah. Two one, Brentford. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stick. I'm, I'm gonna 
Dido. That. Dido. All right. Uh, final one. West Ham Spurs. Oh, that's an easy one. Ooh. Two to one hammers. Two to one hammers. West Ham. West Ham play tomorrow, and Spurs play tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, but Spurs in are conference playing league. in the uh, Ontario Division One yeah. Championship. Okay. At West Ham, at the Mickey Mouse Millennial Ground. Yep. Just creating his own history. So West Ham, two 0 yeah, Mickey Mouse Steve, Millennial. I can't believe ground. you did that. That's awesome. Mickey Mouse. Yeah, I, I, I hate. I hate that ground. Millwall. I hate that ground. I hate that millennial ground. Stratford is, uh, Olympic Stadium from uh, Millwall's ground now. I don't know because it was near Charlton, He's wasn't yours? it? The the Olympic Stadium. So I'm not sure. It wasn't built when I was at yeah, Millwall. Right. Stratford, well, you know it is right on the yes Stratford. Stratford there, yeah. right? There's just, a big I mall you complex. London well enough to know. I don't. I don't. I don't like over the other side of the river south. It's another part of the world that I don't like. <laughs> right, hurry up. Give us a score because I'm dying for a piss. I said West Ham 2-0. 2-0. Uh, two 2-1. Two uh, you said D-Dow? You said D-Dow? Well, you said 2-1, didn't you? I said, no, that was Brentford. Oh. <laughs> so it's my turn. It's I my turn, producer one. Water. I said 2-1. Yeah, crazy 2-1. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. You guys it's are so bees, far behind. So I'm going Spurs. <laughs> yeah. So West Ham nil, Spurs 1. West Ham nil. Spurs ones. West Ham's at home. All right. I video printed it. Mr. Contrarian. I read it correctly. Guys, are we ending the show here? Yeah. All right. Because I've got to go soon. But I just want to congratulate Danny because he's going to whole fucking podcast without mentioning Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> wait a second. Wait a second. I thought we're done already. I'm pretty sure I did say when he was talking about Horseshoe that he's been called a lot of things, but Ronaldo's never been called a Horseshoe. No, you didn't mention his name. Oh. Shaker Maker 3000 is happy. Who was it? Shaker Maker? Crushinator. Crushinator. Yeah. She she sent us a message, by the way. We'll, we'll play it on the next show. That's right. Yeah, that's amazing. Actually, where is she later. from? I, she's she was in Portugal when she sent the message, but I don't know if she lives in Portugal. Oh, she sounds so. Canadian. All right, mm. cool. Well, thank you, Crushinator. Yeah, and uh, apologies for not talking about Ronaldo. I know you much you love that, or knowing whether you are in Canada or you live in Portugal. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Thank you for the show. Well, when we establish a, a setup where we can, we're doing guests, live guests. Yes, when we do that. Yes, like tomorrow, for example, <laughs> with uh... Vitor Montagliani. <laughs> yeah, but we probably won't edit it for three weeks. So why tell them about it? No, we'll we'll let it quick. All right, I've, I've stood up because at this point I have to because of my bladder. So uh, thanks, fellas. It's getting a little weak. Oh, very weak. Don't worry. If you if you let it go now, it'll take five minutes before it starts. Anyway. <laughs> let him end the show. Let him end the show. Um, thank you to the tent and no one else. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 